Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Good afternoon, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Don't you guys get tired of the Democrats having one crisis after the other and they use it to manipulate, to fit their agenda? I know I sure do. And I'm sure most of you do too. You know, the example why everything is a mess is the Democrats use every issue as a possible crisis and don't want it to go to waste. They went from COVID to now a national emergency. There's now new calls for climate change, and they're trying to nudge us Americans in the direction they want us to go on. Their theory is screaming to buy a Tesla, an electric car. So if you can't afford $5 a gallon, you know, you can really afford a $55,000 to $60,000 minimum electric car. Are you freaking kidding me? We've already talked before about how if everybody Everybody that you see, every house, everyone has an electric car. They are not prepared to provide service for all of these electric cars. Plus, they're more expensive and they're worse for the environment. These people are nuts. They'll never tell you that fossil fuels participate in electric cars, especially the batteries. Did you guys see the U.S. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, in an interview asked about oil production, she literally laughed. It was so cringe. It was so disgusting. She blamed it on OPEC and referred to them as the cartel. But I do have to say her cringe laugh, it was just the way she did it. And at the time it was cringe, but at least it wasn't Kamala Harris or Hillary. That's even worse yet. But speaking of our energy secretary, have you seen the video that she was involved in singing with all these rainbow colors, psychedelic about energy with several other people? (laughs) Who are these people? It was the most bizarre video. And these people are controlling our way of life, making decisions that affect you and me. So first they blame COVID for the oil increase, making our gas prices go up, right? Then they blamed the oil companies, neglecting to mention all the regulations and the permits that are required and the oil 
pipelines that they discontinued and cut off. Forget about all that. Then they blamed Putin for his invasion, horrific, horrifying Nazi-style invasion of Ukraine. Well, that's not flying. So now we're back to blaming the oil companies again. But the economic data tells a totally different story. How are they going to get out of that one? Lie and still use the propaganda media to lie for them and to sway the less informed. Or create a new crisis, which is lurking around the corner. You know, China is talking about a new virus spreading in China. And it's shutting down factories that make air conditioning, car parts, food items, and many things that we all need and use all the time. So it's kind of strange that just those particular factories at this time are the ones that seem to be shutting down due to the virus. Then you have Putin threatening nuclear on Ukraine. And where did he get the nuclear weapons? Putin. From Obama. Remember Obama's famous drawing the red line in the sand in Syria and nothing ever happened? So who does Obama call? He calls Putin to the rescue. Putin comes in and takes all of Syria's nuclear weapons, the very ones that they are now threatening on Ukraine. And I still say Pinocchio Joe, the fake president, has blood on his hands. If he had not on day one started reversing oil production in our pipelines, lifting the sanctions on Putin, making us once again dependent on the Middle East and Russia for oil, we wouldn't be in this situation. And Ukraine probably would not have been invaded. All of those innocent lives lost, murdered by a dictator. And what got all of this started in the first place? Pinocchio Joe stealing the election with China's help and reversing all of the policies that were making America great and our lives much easier. Now we are all suffering. We are weak on the world stage and a total embarrassment. You know, Pinocchio Joe, the fake president, talked with President Xi today regarding Russia and Ukraine, trying to sway President Xi not to assist with Russia or they're going to have to put all these sanctions, which could stop importing from China to the world, making it hard for all countries that rely on China, including us, to live our everyday lives. For a second, it makes me think, is this how the globalists are going to try and do global control? Just, just saying. So while Pinocchio Joe, fake president, is on the phone with President Xi, the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs released a statement while they were still on the phone. Says a lot for our president, but they mentioned that they want everything to run smooth, that this crisis in Ukraine is nothing that they want to see. They maintain conflict and confrontation is in nobody's interest, but they would rather have peace and security, and they want most treasured of the international communities to unite and stop the genocide of innocent people, right? What BS? I mean, I can't even believe they put out something to that effect when they're on the verge of invading Taiwan. Who are they trying to kid? How are they going to invade Taiwan? Do you think they're going to go, oh, okay, here you go. Have our country. No. I mean, it's just so crazy. Just like Putin today. What the heck was that? While he's in a stadium for 81,000 people, a soccer stadium, with his nice warm jacket on and a turtleneck, all cozy and warm, with all these people 
who the propaganda media that he controls, just like the Democrats control CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, and they spew lies. So these poor people in Russia are believing Putin. That's all they know because of the lies that the media controlled by him is saying that Putin is a hero. He's saving the day. Kind of reminds you of what the North Korean people see with Rocket Man and then what Chinese people see with President Xi. They are all manipulated and brainwashed by just one media source controlled by the dictators, right? And it's hard to watch because we know the truth and we're watching how Putin is manipulating the Russian people with his propaganda, cutting off Facebook and all the social media, Twitter, and then anybody who speaks the truth without getting the government approval gets put in jail for 15 years. So all these people are totally blind to what is going on outside of Russia, right? And here we are sitting back watching all this go on. It's kind of like how we feel about Democrats. We're trying to tell them what our own government is like which is they're trying to transform us into these guys being dictators in our own government and converting us to a communist country. We are in the process. We all know this. And we can't tell Democrats because they're blind, just like the Russian people are blind to what Putin is doing, because that's all they know. They listen to the propaganda news, and that's just their gospel. Even Putin today did scripture from the Bible. Unbelievable. While he's lying to all these people. He's telling this crowd that they are going to prevail in this war. And America has used Ukraine to get to them and to come after Russian people. I kid you not. Then when he's starting to share the invasion part, mysteriously, the intercom system throughout the stadium goes quiet. There's some type of malfunction. And while it was being televised, they played the Russian national anthem. So isn't that kind of interesting how he was about to share how they're doing the invasion into Ukraine? Everything shut down because he can't say anything. They are murdering innocent people by the thousands. I will never forget ever the theater in Ukraine and both sides of the theater on the outside on the concrete in Russian, they have children on both sides. And they still bombed the theater and then just demolished it. And then when the people went to go and try and rescue, they were shot at. This is total genocide. And we're sitting back doing very little, not enough. And too late every day, even while Pinocchio Joe fake president and President Chi were on the phone today, people were dying. You know, I'd like to know why the UN comes out with fatalities in Ukraine at like 80 something when just in Maripol they had over 2,500 people put in these massive graves because their bodies were just laying on the on the streets. So they had to do something. And that doesn't include the people that have lost their lives in these apartment buildings and these office buildings. Just the number of fatalities is horrendous. And where are the billionaires? Where are these guys with their money helping the refugees? You know, at first they were like, we want to go to America. And they were denied. 
Pinocchio Joe, the fake president and his administration said, you guys need to stay where you are because this is your culture, your, what you're familiar with, your way of life. I kid you not. While we're taking in all of these refugees from South America, all these other people that are southern borders, over 2 million people now. What? These people really need our help. There was a woman on the TV today. I, it just broke my heart. Her husband died. Her home was demolished. She has nowhere to go for work. She has no family, nobody, nowhere to go, no clothing, nothing. And she just stood there crying. I don't know what to do. I was like, come to my house, you know? And I'm thinking, where are these billionaires? Where are they at? Where's Mark Zuckerberg? He sure was there to pull Facebook from Russia really fast when they started to discover, you know, what was really going on and in Ukraine. And then where's Bezos? Are they bu busy building their stupid rockets? Why aren't they helping these people? I just don't get it. But, you know, I got to say, Arnold Schwarzenegger came out today, if some of you are unaware, and he is followed by Putin, one of few, apparently. And he put out a video today warning the Russian people they're being lied to and what is really going on and how they're being deceived by their dictator, Nazi Putin. I have to give some credit to him for doing that. He put his life on the line telling the truth, but he did it. And I can only pray that it got to many Russian people who are totally in the dark, have no idea what's really going on and believe that President Zelensky is a Nazi and the Ukrainian people have committed genocide against them with our help, which just isn't true. Thankfully, there's so many people filming as bombs are going off around them, buildings collapsing on them. How many videos have you guys seen of that? I've seen at least a handful and then you have the media right there on the front lines. Fox News lost two reporters in the last week. And then there was the guy who filmed for movies and he was killed. And then there was also an American in that breadline. Did you guys hear about the five people killed? One was an American, his name was James Hill, in line to get bread because there's such a small amount of food available. Putin has no regard of life from what we are seeing. And I put, God forgive me, but I put Pinocchio Joe, our fake president, I'm beginning to think he doesn't either. For him to leave Americans stranded in Afghanistan and for him to sit back and, yes, you'll get MiGs. No, you won't get MiGs. We're not going to give you MiGs. Yes, we'll give you MiGs. I mean, he's delaying and stalling so much to help all these innocent people from being murdered, it makes you wonder. President Xi clearly doesn't care about his people. If you go against his way of thinking and you disobey, you go to the concentration camps. Same thing now in Russia. All the people, what did he say? That they were cutthroats and traitors and they need to be eliminated. He needs to do a cleaning sweep of all of his Russian people. And that's what China does. And it's kind of what they're doing here in America. Look at January 6th. Those people, some of them are grandparents, you know, they're still in jail in inhumane conditions. Yet Jesse Smollett, he actually committed a hate crime, has a little temper tantrum, serves six days out of a longer sentence, only six days, and he's out. 
I am sorry, but there's something just so backward here. So if you are a Democrat, you don't serve time and get away with so much doing really bad things. And if you're in a conservative and disagree with their ideology and their corruption, socialism, communism, then you're silenced and you're put away in jail if they can and throw away the key, just like January 6th. And even the truckers. What happened to those 100 truckers in Canada that got put into jail? And even the truckers now in America that are circling around the Capitol, they're getting in trouble for peaceful protesting while Antifa and BLM burned down cities, murdered innocent people, and get away with it, and even bailed out of jail. A few by our own cringe Vice President Embarrassment Harris. And with that, I'm going to take a break, but you're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Remember how we were talking about Putin and doing his rally? And we were talking about how his coat was really warm and he's wearing his turtleneck while all these people are freezing at six below over there in Ukraine. And I found out that his jacket was $14,000. I just heard this, so I had to bring it up again. I'm not sure if uh, everybody is aware that the GOP is losing seats. As of right now, 11 GOP seats have been eliminated from Democrats redrawing districts in Illinois, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, and Oregon. We are not surprised after Trump won the election, Eric Holder and Obama were very busy going around the country redrawing districts where they can eliminate Republican seats. So I heard this too, and I was really disappointed. Not surprised entirely, because there's corruption just all over the place. But the Ukrainian Investigative Bureau arrested a Ukrainian diplomat as he was trying to smuggle $140,000, 68,000 in euros, 12 kilograms of gold bars, and 13.8 kilograms of gold jewelry. It's a very sad time for Ukrainians. And he took advantage of people's generosity that was meant to help the Ukrainian people. So shame on him. So now we have Pinocchio Joe, the fake president, doing his cringe whispering into the microphone. And while we're all grossed out and just what a creep, they have to cover it up. And what better way than to use AOC and TikTok, the same teenagers they are manipulating to run their agenda on how Putin is to blame. So AOC goes on to TikTok and she starts to whisper into the microphone. And they're using this ASMR as a new hot trend, whispering into the microphone or making strange noises like you're typing on your keyboard or squishing your spaghetti noodles or rice, all different types of strange things. It's almost like the trend of the ice bucket challenge. And it's currently dominating TikTok and other social media outlets. And in my opinion, it's all to cover up the creepy behavior of this fake president and to gear up these young kids to think this president is cool just before election time. 
And another thing AOC does on her little videos for anybody who will watch her is she praises Karl Marx and capitalism is bad. Socialism and communism is good. We've talked about this before. They have to write papers on things that Karl Marx believes in, and they're all being taught this CRT and how wonderful this is. We've talked about this also. I still say, let's send AOC and these communist-loving individuals to Cuba for a month, even a week. I bet you they'll come home screaming, I'm so sorry, oh my God, capitalism is great. And Karl Marx was wrong. Until then, these kids are going to destroy our country. You figure, and we've talked about this, Back in 2009, when Obama had both houses and Pelosi and Schumer and George Soros behind it all, I'm sure, changed our education books in Texas to all of this woke, converting to communism, white people are bad, Obama is great, and all of this stuff. I'll never forget when they did that and all these Republicans were screaming from rooftops, you can't do this, you can't change our, our school books, our education books, but they did. And that's how we got Antifa. That is why we have all these woke individuals for this next generation. This is what they have been taught. Did you guys see what these protesters did at Yale last week? How embarrassing. Yet this is how these kids have been taught. And their professors are encouraging them to protest. And they were getting violent. Calling the conservative lawyer the B word. You figure from... 2009 till now, that's 13 years, these kids have been brainwashed and indoctrinated into capitalism is bad and communism and socialism is good. America is evil. White people are bad. So these kids are being encouraged to protest and they are justified in their minds. Yale Law School, eight of our nine current Supreme Court justices are from Yale Law School. This should be alarming to every American. When you have 60% of the Yale Law School students with this woke mentality and easy on crime, they're going to be judges all over the country. They're going to the D.C. Circuit, and from the D.C. Circuit, they can become Supreme Court justices with their mentality that you either think like they do or you are evil and you must be eliminated. That's a pretty scary way of thinking. You know, the discussion that these protesters interrupted had a conservative lawyer and a liberal lawyer. The purpose of the seminar or class was to teach students how to cooperate and how to get along. That's all that this class was about. So D.C. Court Judge Lawrence Silberman really put himself out with an email slamming Yale Law School after these student protests. And it stated, the latest events at Yale Law School prompt me to suggest that students who are identified as those willing to disrupt any such panel discussion should be noted. All federal judges and all federal judges are presumably committed to free speech should carefully consider whether any student identified should be disqualified from potential clerkship. He put that out. And I bet he's going to get a lot of slack for it. And I pray, like many of us do, 
that other judges will take this into consideration before they hire these students. Because Yale Law School is supposed to be free speech. And that would be epic if many of these judges stand beside Judge Lawrence Silverman and join him and go to these professors and tell them what they're doing is wrong. I mean, someone needs to stop this. Though I believe, like many of us, it's just too late. The second term of Obama, I felt back then, could be the end of our future as a free country. And I pray that I'm wrong. I still have a lot of faith that something is going to change. You know, that's when President Trump came in and he did all kinds of wonderful changes. And the media, propaganda, just like they are in Russia, manipulated so many people and they still believe the lies. I just don't get it. Like most of us don't. I do have to pleasantly say I have recognized a few of the late night hosts kind of starting to wake up on some key issues, which, you know, gives me the idea. In my opinion, a good way to approach a liberal who's closed-minded and can't think outside the box to look at Russia, how the propaganda news is brainwashing the Russians to think that Ukraine is the aggressor and the ones who are the Nazis and creating genocide. Maybe then, and just maybe then, they might be able to understand that they could be the ones who are brainwashed, just like many of the Russian people are. Just my opinion and just my hope, and I'm going to try that approach, that maybe they can see that they are the ones who are being brainwashed. You know, I still have hope and faith that many liberals can change their mind. If Leo Terrell, total Democrat forever, can change and wake up, I have faith and hope that many more are going to as well. Because this left progressive woke mob is evil. They demand you submit or you're evil. It's either their way or no way. That's the scary part. And some Venezuelans had said they knew it was over for them when the criminal courts, just like Yale Law School, went woke is when they knew they lost their country. And now we're here. These kids don't believe in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution. They want to get rid of it. They say the Constitution is an old document and it doesn't apply to today. Oh, and it's racist. They're talking about how is the change of times and how we need to catch up to their way of thinking and it's the new era However, it's not okay for the past to be a reality. And in the time of the Constitution, they had slavery. They had other things that these kids don't agree with. And that's fine. However, you cannot change the past. And they should be proud of how far we have come. But they won't because they are being taught that the past is evil. And that is why you have Soros going around with his placed people, tearing down statues and erasing our, our history, erasing our past because America is evil and racist. It's just that crazy. So like Putin, the KGB officer, he's a purveyor of lies, disinformation, propaganda, and that's what he put on display at his rally with his $14,000 jacket while his 
military was bombing and murdering women and children. And our children for 13 years have been fed lies, disinformation, propaganda. And that is what we saw on display at Yale Law School this last week. Just like our media is full of lies, disinformation, propaganda. And every time Pinocchio Joe, our fake president, opens his mouth, he lies with disinformation and total propaganda. I still say he is equivalent to President Xi and Putin. You watch. Mark my words. He doesn't care about any of us, the women and children. How can he sit back and allow Putin to murder and commit genocide on these innocent women and children? It's just horrific. You know, even the UN now, I said earlier in a previous show that they said that there was like, what, 80 casualties in Ukraine? Well, now they're up to 800 in one city alone, just in the streets, they put in massive graves, 2,500 people, women and children, innocent, just want their freedoms. And Putin murdered them. And that's just one city with people in the streets. So I'm not sure where the UN is getting their information, but it's just another bunch of lies, disinformation, and propaganda. Most of us are aware the UN was designed to eventually become our world government. And this Pope, God forgive me, I just don't trust him. He was raised a Nazi, if most of you are unaware. First time in 400 years, a Pope was pushed out of his position without passing away and going home to God. And this current Pope has discussed on more than one occasion about one world religion. Remember when he wanted the Christians to kiss the feet of Muslims? And do you guys all remember when President Trump first took office and met the Pope? Do you remember his face? <laughs> he did not look like a happy guy. He wouldn't even acknowledge Trump. He was just so uncomfortable and very unhappy with President Trump in office, as any globalist soldier would do. And I'm not saying he is a globalist soldier. <clears throat> that's just my opinion. <laughs> but with that being said, and all that's going on, I pray that Ukraine stays strong. A lot of the Russian military are upset for being lied to, being told that this was just a drill. Because remember, Putin thought this was only going to be two days, three days max. And since it hasn't, a lot of these Russian soldiers are finding out the truth that they're killing innocent people, which isn't what they signed up to do and had no idea that's what they were going to be doing. And so they've either surrendered or just backed down. A lot of them have ran out of gasoline, no food or water, because again, they thought it was going to be a two to three day exercise. Instead, they have found out how cruel and brutal Putin is, and he is just like Stalin. What's really going to be amusing and interesting is for Putin to explain the three Russian cosmonauts that arrived at the space station wearing Ukraine 
colors, the yellow and the blue, for all the world to see. However, I bet the Russian people will be blocked from viewing that and they will never know. And if they do find out, miraculously, Putin will come up with some excuse. He always does. And blame somebody else, just like Pinocchio Joe does. Our fake president blames everybody else for his failed policies. And that's when you think a lot of these liberals, they'll wake up. How can they not see what's going on? It's so obvious. Finally, they're going to get it. And they don't. Keep praying. Have faith. Never give up. Let's go, Brandon. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk Radio.